Welcome to Conversations at Olive, a podcast featuring everyday conversations around the life of Olive Baptist Church and its surrounding community. I'm Travis Walser, and I'm joined here today by Robert Lloyd, our Director of Single Ministry at Olive, and Linda Ransom Jacobs, author of the book, The Single Parent, Confident and Successful. She's a speaker, she's an author, and Robert, you've been reading a new book uh, by Linda. Tell me a little bit about that book. Well, I've been uh, reading her book that you just mentioned, The, uh, the, the Single Parent. Um, I'm very grateful that uh, she's going to be come, be come be a part of what we're doing beginning uh, uh, April 3rd and 4th, that Friday night, Saturday, as we uh, do a single parents conference. And, and it's going to be based around this book. Uh, in fact, we're entitling um, the event Becoming a Confident and Successful Single Parent. Um, as I've been reading through her book, I, I found some things that really interested me uh, out of chapter one. Uh, the first chapter speaks on loneliness, one of the hardest parts of being a single parent. And uh, I personally have experienced being a single parent, and uh, I found that for my own circumstance, that was indeed the hardest part of the whole process. Um, one of the things that I'd like to discuss here is, Linda, help us understand, explain to the listeners why this is such a difficult part of being a single parent. Well, after you've been married for a while, depending on how long you're married, how many children you have, you've always had somebody there around you. So uh, the third grade teacher calls and uh, you said, well, get with my uh, spouse and talk to you. And that night you talk about it and then you make decisions. But when you're a single parent, you have no one. You have to take your child to the doctor. If there's something going on, it's just you. So you find yourself lonely going to the doctors, going to your school conferences for your child. You find yourself lonely going to ball games or track meets you're just sitting there alone now when I was married my husband traveled and so I went to a lot of these events by myself but I always knew when I got home we would talk and oh you know what Julie did or Brian ran blah 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 but when you're single you you go to these events and you just have a different feeling about you you're sitting there totally by yourself and so when I I talked a lot of single parents into retreats and this always comes out about the loneliness they experience and one of the one of the loneliest places is going to church that that in the grocery store but going to church and sitting there by yourself is it's just terrific for many single parents well you know you also mentioned in the book that uh, we can become part of a church family even as a single parent Absolutely. You know, you don't have to do this alone. And uh, you find other single parents in your church, and you band together, and you do things together, and you support each other. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Well, don't stay home alone. Find some single moms, or the dads find some single dads, and go out and have dinner and celebrate. That's right. Celebrate Jesus' love for you. It's an amazing thing how we we do become family. I know uh, I came to Olive in 1983 because of the single adult ministry that they had here. Uh, I was a single dad uh, with two children. My son was 11. My daughter was eight. Uh, I learned very quickly as a single parent, I didn't know how to dress a little girl. <laughs> and that, right. That was, I'm thinking, this is a mess. Uh, and, and I discovered that uh, uh, in those days, some of the dresses that the little girls wore had these beautiful bows on the back. And no matter how many times I tied that bow, <laughs> it would be tilted and uh, some of the ladies here in our singles group got to where they were looking for me on Sunday morning to make sure my little girl was dressed appropriately. That's right. You can fill in the gaps for each other. You do. I had several men that helped my son, and I had a family down the street that just her, their daughter was the same age as my daughter, and she just became part of their family. And so you just, like I said, you fill in the gaps and you enjoy each other's company. Amen. And that's just a that's just a necessary part of. Uh, 
of the process of healing, I think. I think so, too. Okay. Uh, just briefly, in, in Chapter 2, you mentioned uh, the second chapter is called Developing a Healthy Single-Parent Family. Um, and, and you dealt with making a distinction between being a single-parent family or being a broken home. And that is so critical uh, for us as single parents, for those who have been single parents. Exactly. Address that for me. Well, there are a lot of um, single parents that have been single for years, but they still have a broken home Mm -hmm. because they've never learned. You know, you have to learn. You have to transition from being a two-parent family to a single-parent family. You can't do things the way that you always did. And the parent, whichever parent the child lives with or if they have joint custody, they need to heal from whatever brought them to the role of single parenting. If they don't heal, they will, they will continue to have a broken home. So a broken home is things like um, <clears throat> uh, every time you deal with a child, it's different. So one time a child does something, they get a real harsh punishment, and the next time you laugh at the child. So the child never knows what they're supposed to be doing. A broken home is you don't have, um, you don't have uh, schedules. You don't have boundaries. Everybody is at loose ends, and everybody's just doing their own thing. There's no meals together. There's no communication. That's a broken home. But a single-parent family, you set up workable schedules, and those schedules change as your child gets older and changes. Like it might be elementary school, and then when my daughter went to middle school and was in band, she had to be on the bus early in the morning, so our schedule had to change. And also in a single-parent home, you work at healing, and you are consistent with your discipline. Uh, Your most important thing in your life is parenting your children, not Mm -hmm. looking for the next man or the next woman, but parenting your children until everybody's healed and settled into the routine of a single parent home. That's right. Uh, I want to kind of shift gears just a moment because uh, you've also written the curriculum for divorce care for kids. Yes, sir. And we've used that here in our church and we know how wonderful that is. Uh, tell me a little about what, uh, what what prompted you to to do that. Well, when I was divorced in 1985, there was nothing to help my children. So I started doing research and I was running a therapeutic, well, actually I was running a child care that we turned into a therapeutic child care when I realized that not all, but most of the children that were out of control or had out of control behaviors were from single parent homes. So I just started developing some things on my own and I started training my child care. And I, then I started going out and training other child cares and preschools and elementary schools and um, just started making a lot of notes about the children I dealt with. We dealt with a lot of counselors and therapists and they would call and they'd say, okay, tell us what you did this week. Because they said, you live with the children and we know whatever you tell us is the truth. Mm-hmm. So over the years then in 2002 Steve Grissom who developed divorce care called me and said I'd like for you to consider writing divorce care for kids and so um, I said we'll have to pray about that so I had just been married two weeks so Bruce and I we prayed about it and we opted to move to North Carolina we were in Oklahoma so we moved to North Carolina and it took two years to write divorce care for kids a lot of research and I tell people there's nothing in divorce care for kids that I haven't done with children myself. So I know these things work because I've done it myself with children. And we tell a lot of stories about children and how they change and what they need. So I don't remember the numbers, but it's something like just under 200,000 children have experienced the Divorce Care for Kids program. It came out in 2004. Well, it's a wonderful program. I know Judy, uh, my wife Judy, led it for several years here at Olive. And, uh, in fact, she came to Birmingham and took some training from you before we ever started it, or really north of Birmingham a little bit. But uh, it's been a great program for us. Um, one of the things that uh, uh, I'd like to 
asked you about is the weekend that you're coming, uh, April 3rd and 4th. That's a Friday night and a Saturday morning. Uh, we're, we're encouraging single, uh, single parents from all over our community to come join us. Um, we're trying to get the word out right now that uh, it's, it's, this is not something just for Olive Baptist Church folks. This is a community-wide uh, event, and we're really encouraging them to come. Um, give us an idea of what uh, a single parent who comes for those nights can expect. Uh, well, I think they can expect to have some fun. You know, we don't, sometimes we don't think of single parents as having fun, but we're going to do some fun things and things that will bring you in and hopefully um, just impact you about how to be a single parent and uh, healthy traits that you need and your family needs. So there will be fun activities. There will be some scripture that hopefully the Lord will just will just pull at your heart and help you come walk closer, develop a closer walk with the Heavenly Father. And those are things that you can take back to your single home. And uh, I know one thing that single parents always want to talk about is the discipline issue. So we'll spend quite a bit of time on that. And I think you'll be surprised at what I have to say about discipline, because I don't believe in a rule-based family. And so um, you're going to get a lot of really good tips about how successful tips about how to deal with your children. So you can become confident and you can become successful Amen. in having a single parent home. Amen. That's what this is about. And uh, let me just say that we'll be meeting on Friday night at 630. Uh, child care is available for uh, from birth to fifth grade. Uh, we'll be going uh, about three hours on Friday night. About two and a half hours of that will be your teaching. On Saturday morning, we're going to start at 8.30, and we'll do a continental breakfast for all who come. And uh, we'll be concluded by 11.30 that morning. So we're not going to take a whole lot of the weekend uh, away from these single parents. We know that they have so much to try to get done on the weekend. Uh, so I just want to thank you for uh, coming and being a part of that with us. I'm excited. I always love doing single parent retreats. It's just so much fun and uplifting. And I love watching the faces as things dawn on them in their eyes. And they're like, wow, I didn't know this. And so that's the exciting part for me. I am so grateful for that this is something that's available to uh, folks today. Uh, I wish these kind of things were had been available to me many years ago whenever I did this. Travis? Very, very cool. Awesome. Uh, so I, I grew up with a single mom, uh, actually, for uh, most of my life from, from the time I could remember until I was about 15. And... Uh, you know, my mom, my mom did, she liked community. And that was the, one of the biggest aspects of, of that, you know, was, was finding that community who could speak into her life, who could give her like a good, a good base for like, you know, how to do, how to raise a child in that atmosphere. So for those listening, like if they know a single mother or they know a single father, like what's the best way they can speak into their life and help them day to day? Do you mean the community speaking to their life? Yeah, just anyway. the, anyone okay. in the community. If you if you know a single mother, like how can you help a single mother okay. or a single father in, in parenting their child? Or Well, first yeah. get to know them. Get to know the single mm-hmm. parent. That's so important. And then gradually get to know the child. You know, children, as you know, because you raised a single parent home, there's a lot of new relationships that come into the family. So uh, you have no control what goes on at the other parent's home. And so they're beginning to meet new and different people in the other home. And so uh, I think especially, like we said, the church family can fill in those gaps. And so, you know, I have a single mom at my church, and several years ago, low-income job, she had to work on Saturday. And she usually didn't work on Saturday, so she called. She said, can you help me? I need someplace to leave my children at 7 in the morning. I was like, sure, come on over. You know, I don't charge her. We just take care of the kids. And then one day, this is something 
people don't think about. But what does a single mom do or a single dad that has a low-paying job and the child gets sick? Some of them use their own sick time, but then they run out of sick time. So that's where we can really swoop in and say, you know, let me take your child for the day or let me come to your house and take care of your child for today. Uh, I've done that several times, and the single parents are so appreciative. But let me bring up one other point. Besides a single parent, we have a lot of single grandparents now. Mm -hmm. And all of these, so if if you're a single grandparent or you're a grandparent even if you're a two-parent grandparent home and you're raising a single-parent child, this retreat will be good for you also. So we forget the grandparents, and there's a huge population of grandparents raising the second, third That's generations right. now. That's sure is. That's very true. That does tend to, like, it doesn't really, a lot of the times it doesn't register that, hey, there are grandparents out there who are raising their, their grandchildren in that single kind of parent home. So. Especially since the opioid crisis has come about, most of them are for that situation. And so the grandparents asleep at two o'clock in the morning, the doorbell rings, there's a policeman standing there and saying, this is your grandchild. We just put the parents in jail. You can either keep your grandchild now or we'll turn it over to the state. And so, you know, most of this grandparents is just thrown on and they're not prepared. So they have a rough road ahead of them. That's right. Very, very cool. That's okay, right. awesome. Uh, really awesome. Thank you so much for being being on the, the show, Linda. It's, You're welcome, and I'm excited. Pleasure. Yeah, it's been incredible. And thank you, Robert. Thank you for thank, uh, you. thank you for coming on the show as well. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate you listening to Conversations at Olive. We hope you'll subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're interested in coming to the Single Parent Conference, that registration does open March 1st, and you'll be able to register at olivebaptist.org slash events. That's where you're going to go to register. Uh, The event is April 3rd and 4th. It's a Friday and Saturday. Come join it. It's going to be incredible. Linda's going to be there. She's going to be speaking. Robert's going to be there. It's going to be just an awesome weekend. So we hope you'll come out to that. And we hope you'll subscribe to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you at the next Conversation in Olive.